Hi guys, welcome back to another Turning Point Podcast. This is Season 1, Podcast 3. Today we have a special guest, Woodleen. Today's topic question is, how does culture shape you at home and outside in the real world? We're going to go around and introduce ourselves now. I'm Najira. I'm Emma. I'm Woodleen. I'm Adriana. And I'm Cindy. The first question is, what is your ethnicity? I'm African-American. I'm half Colombian, half Brazilian. Haitian-American. And I'm Haitian-American. And I'm Haitian-American. Where do you live slash grew up? I was born in Connecticut, and I stayed here. I was born in Stanford, and then when I was six, I moved to Norwalk. I was born in Haiti, but I'm raised in New York. I was born in New York and raised in Connecticut. I was born in Stanford and raised in Norwalk. How do you feel about your culture? Um, very different and diverse and just like overall different from everybody and unique. I love it. I, I'm different. Because every Haitian you meet is like a weird, quirky thing. When they all get together, it's like, even if you speak it or not, but you know the lingo. So it's just... It's like, it's like a community in itself. I completely agree with Woodleen. Like, when my family gets together, it just feels, like, so welcoming. And, like, the food is absolutely amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel, like, all together with my family. And it's just a really great, like, group of people. And I feel different. I feel like... Um, oftentimes Haitians get really bad reps and stuff like that. Like I know one time there was this thing going around saying that like we eat trees or something like that. Um, yeah, but like I I love it because it's just like a sense of family. Like like you could be in the grocery store and like someone else will be like you're Haitian. I'll be like yeah, and then like you'll have a whole new friend. It's just like a community. Um. Okay, so the next question is, how does your culture affect your home life? It's strict. I will say that, though, because they raise you to be semi-perfect. You have to act right inside. You got to act right outside because Haitians take a big pride in the way you rate, the way you, you act. That's how they're going to be perceived and in the real world so my mom is very what about what about what they're gonna think like if you do something outside it's gonna reflect on me so it's like they they live their lives like everybody's looking so so now you have to be raised and you have to move around like everybody's looking at you and you have to make sure you don't shame your parents in a sense you gotta move strategically yeah very strategically yeah, I kind of feel the same way, especially, like, it's kind of like, oh, you have to act this way and m- meet these standards because it's, like, it shows off as a whole family. Like, one thing you do gives, like, everyone in the family a bad rep, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, it's like you keep the secrets inside the doors to the family. Like, you do not go out saying business, even if it's, like, the small slightest thing because, in the community, like, people are, like, really, like, I don't want to say, like, judgmental, but they have strong opinions of how you should act. The older days. Yeah. yeah. It's, the older yeah. generation has yeah. a bigger... The older generation has a more, like, 
this is how it is, this is how I grew up, this is how I'm going to raise you, and this is, period, Nothing done. Changes. Nothing's changing. But they don't understand that, like, there needs to be wiggle room because not everyone is the same and not everyone can be perfect. So, yeah. Um, I grew up way different than that. My parents were not strict at all, except my dad. Well, my mom is, was born in Greenwich, but she's, like, Colombian race, so both of her parents were from Colombia, but my dad's from Brazil. So, like, with him, he just wanted me to have, like, nice handwriting, and, like, I could go about my day. Like, he'd literally sit me down at the kitchen counter being, like, you got to get your handwriting perfect, but that was pretty much it. Yeah, nothing major. Um, I wouldn't say, like, my parents were strict, but, like, I was taught, like, how, like, to act a certain way, but it wasn't, like, very strictly enforced because um, my my mom was mostly African, and then my dad's side, it's, like, very different and multicultural, but since I don't know most of it, I just mostly say that I'm, like, African-American, so it was very different, like, being raised like from one parent and then you go to my other parents house and it's like different environment and like I didn't know how I like to act but um yeah okay so the next question is how does your culture affect you in the real world slash outside how does my culture affect the real world? Like, I feel like if you act a certain way because, like, I express that I'm Haitian. Like, I love it. Like, I would listen to music. And people are like, um, I don't understand it. Can we change the song? Or can we not listen to this? I'm like, I want to express it. I want to show it off. So you could be, like, a little too much for people. It'd be like, um, I don't understand it. I don't want to, I don't want to express it because I'm not this. And then certain people don't understand like if you really more like homebound and you want to express it because my house we express that we Haitian we cook we have like Haitian Sundays we listen to music all the time so I feel like people don't understand it and like they don't want to embrace it and learn about new things I guess Mm, I agree but I disagree I feel like sometimes when you if you are outside and you play Haitian music if they don't understand it, it's it kind of like, okay, they don't yeah, understand it. Yeah. But I feel like for me, I view everything differently. Because I was raised really re- religiously. So this the way the world is changing and, like, my culture and my background, they look at it like such a taboo. That you, don't, you, don't spe- you, you don't disrespect nobody's life, but you see it as, okay, maybe that's not for me, but that's for you, but that's how I see it. Like, I'm very... I just look at things very differently. But I think it's a good thing, though. Um, how my culture affects mostly, like, my school life. I look way different than most of the Hispanic girls at my school, and I'm not able to speak Spanish, so I get a lot of hate for that from, like, the girls at my school. And they think I don't know what they're saying, but they are very wrong. I know exactly what they're saying, and... They always, I always get criticized for like not being able to speak Spanish, and I'm too tall, I'm too skinny, and that's pretty much like it. They just always criticize that I don't look like the rest of my family. Like especially when I go to Colombia, they're always like, "You have to crouch down. You're too tall." Like everyone is at least like a foot smaller than me, 
So, yeah. Um, out in the real wor- world, because of, like, how I was raised, um, like, I have, since I, like, was taught to act a certain way, I guess that's how I act and, like, do as, like, uh, what I was told, like, out in the real world as I do, as I do, as if I'm, like, home. Yeah, in the outside world, I feel like inside my house, I was taught to act a certain way so that when I was outside, like, I knew what to do. Like, a lot of kids are, like, sheltered from a young age, and the parent parents keep sheltering them and don't allow them to explore and learn. But I felt like I had those steps so that when I go in the outside world, I don't have a culture shock or I don't know what to do in certain scenarios. Like, my parents prepped me to go outside in the real world and to handle, um, like, anything I'll come across. And that's really helped me because I feel like I'm not like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do? Like, I, if I see something happening, I'll automatically be like, my parents taught me to do this. I need to do this. Um, also, I guess outside, it's very different for me because... Like, sometimes it gets uncomfortable if you're, like, the only black person in a room because it's, like, oh, shoot, like, da-da-da, this. Like, you feel a certain way. That is so true. <laughs> you feel a certain way. Although, yeah, so you just have to, like... Be aware. Be aware and have to, like, be flexible. You have to be flexible because I feel like inside my house, I'll speak Creole with my parents. I'll do this. I'll do that. But, like, especially now with, like, a lot of, like, go back to your own country, like, speak English, like, a lot of that is happening. Like, I, when I speak on the phone with, um, like, teachers or, like, anyone, any professional calls, I'm talking to teachers, um, I'm answering the phone, I, like, I automatically switch that, I switch it off, and I'm in my outside world mode where I where I don't really express myself in the way I would express myself at home with my family because I try to be more, like, have give people less reasons to judge me or dislike me, I guess. I call it, like, the white voice. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, because it's going to be like, oh, she's well-mannered. I know, like, me thinking that is bad because... Yeah, black people are well-mannered, and we do have that, but it's just, like, how people perceive you that, oh, da 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 this is ghetto, this is that, so I feel I have to... There's already a stereotype. I have to be... Yeah, it's a stereotype. Like, even though the stereotypes aren't true, I still exercise them for some way just because of how it makes me feel, how other people makes me feel I have to act in order to be taken seriously. Um, I was raised in New York, so it's a melting pot in itself. Because everywhere you go, down a block, maybe the the Indian people, the next block would be the Spanish. So I was always raised in a melting pot. So culture was always embraced. I think the minority, every time I went to school, was white people. There was not that much of them. I went to school where it was like two, but I feel like even though... It was, like, so little of them. It was so inclusive in everything they were doing. So I feel like my culture, but I will say this. Haitians are very open to everybody's culture. So I just took that into the into the world world when I went to school. 
um, I, have, I was friends with every single body because it, it wasn't separate. So like the way Connecticut is more, is more, is closed mostly off. closed off. New York yeah. is just everybody's just together because you have no choice because that's what's around you. So I never really had a culture shock because I was raised with so many cultures around me that it was just that's just what it was. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Connecticut don't Connecticut don't embrace all of that. Yeah. Definitely, like, where you come from or where you were raised definitely impacts it because around here, like, it's a lot of, like, it's really, I'm not going to say segregated, but it's broken up. It's really broken up to the point where, like, you'll be one place and you'll see, like, this condition people are living in and then, like, drive a couple blocks down you'll be like, like, this is what you're doing. This is, like, this is what you're doing around here. (laughs) So it's like definitely like hard because it that you feel that split, you know that that split is there, and it also sometimes makes you overthink like, oh, is this person being prejudiced towards me? Do I need to like look at this deeper, or is it just a thing I need to let go? Like, you definitely have to think more about the signs and stuff that's happening. And I feel like also being raised in New York, like a lot of people. Racism, like I feel like racist. There's racist people out there, but I feel like I encounter ignorance more than racism. I can't always like say, "Oh, that that was racist." I'm like, "No, that was ignorant." Because mm-hmm. because I happen to be a certain color is different, and I feel like because I see it as more ignorance than racism, it doesn't trigger me every time somebody follows me in a store because I'm like, "Okay, you have nothing better to do. Fine." So that's why like it does not bother me. And some people, like, they, they just take it off as racism, but when they do that, they get so upset. Like, they get themselves mad over ignorance. They, they like, internalize it a little yeah, bit. They'll be like, like, and it, it kind of shifts their whole entire day because somebody followed them in the store. I'm like, okay, I see it, but the thing is, like, you're going to do it to the next person. You're going to do it to the next person after that. So I just I just be like, okay, you just be ignorant. Let me just go about my day. So that's just how I see it. Yeah, I also feel like I definitely have developed um, a, say, thicker skin when it comes to stuff I'll hear about myself or um, stereotypes I'll hear. Like, I definitely have to know, like, just, like, don't let that block you. Just keep on going. Like, it's just, it happens, it happens. Like, it's sad to say stuff like that happens, like police police brutality and all that stuff, but it does happen. Like, you just need to learn how to deal with it and just know it happens. Like, it shouldn't be happening, but sadly, it, it happens. So, the next question is, how does your culture affect your view on the world? It doesn't really affect, like, anything. It just shows me two different point of views. Like, I would think as a Haitian person, and then I would think as an American, and then it would just make me narrow focus on both of those and combine them to do my, like, if it's, like, a scenario or, like, anything or, like, a plan of action, I would just use both of my mindsets and combine them together. Nothing serious to me. I kind of feel like split down between because one side of me is like, like 
Yeah, I'm Haitian, and that's, like, a really big part of me. But when I'm outside, no one's like, oh, they're Haitian. They're like, oh, you're black. Like, you're, you're black. Like, <laughs> that's literally what it is. Like, you're not broken down up into your culture section. It's like, it's like outside you're like, oh, they're black, they're Spanish, they're white, they're Muslim. End of story. Like, they don't know. Like, there's some people are... Iranian, some people are Indian, some people are Asian, some people are Colombian. Like, they don't look at it like that. They break you down into a stereotype. And so I just kind of, like, I kind of, like, it's, you try to break out the stereotype, but you keep finding yourself back in it due to people's, like, standards. No matter how hard you try, like, you try to hang out with these people to, like, make you look a certain way. At the end of the day, you're still this and i feel like my it my view on the world is very different because in the news a lot of times the stuff donald trump says a lot of people support it and like with the whole um children and the immigration stuff with ice like they're like oh i'm like they don't worry because it's like oh it's america i born here that i thought like i'm white like nothing's about to happen to me but other people other races they're like i have this fam my family this person's such a hard-working person like that's so sad to see stuff like this happening to them like people automatically think like oh like they're coming to rape people um sell drugs and all this but some people have backstories to it and what why they're doing it not everyone is that rapist or drug lord or whatever you want to say so I feel like people in general have to be more sensitive to people's needs and stories Cindy really went through everything that well I wasn't gonna say but like she really hit all the topics like perfectly yeah like honestly everything that you said like I can like relate to it and I honestly feel the same about it and like yeah you just hit like every single topic okay so the next question is does your culture make you overthink scenarios slash make you look at things negatively I think it's always gonna be a little bit of both I feel like because at home, you said one thing is taught, and then you go to school, one thing is taught. For example, if, you, if you're if religious, you're like, okay, God created heaven and earth. You go to school, uh, no, the Big Bang created heaven and earth. So it's like, it's always that. But I feel like being raised multiculturally, you take all the information in. You don't, you don't, you don't pick and choose what you, what you want to take. Just take it all in, and then that's for you to, to actually be like, okay, this is the one I'm going to follow. But I feel like it's always going to distinguish how you want to live your life but I feel like negatively if it's negative if you make it negative so if you're going around the world saying saying oh oh that's nasty because that's that's not what I do at home okay that's not what you do at home that's not not what they don't do at home I just feel like you have to be open-minded about every single thing that's happening and if you close off you can't really I feel like you could live in a world, but if you're a closed-off person, you're going to be very negative in the world. People don't want to, like, express to you or be friends yeah. with you because you're just that type of person who's, like, automatically, when you put yourself on this pedestal, that you're like, oh, you're not reaching my pedestal, so I don't want anything to do with you yeah. type thing. That's what, like, every time when I speak to people, I could speak to anybody culturally because I don't judge. That's just your, that's your, that's just your 
preference and that's what you preferred i'm like well, i'm okay with it i'll listen to it whether I, whether i agree with it or not is my own personal views but i feel like i will always be open up to hear everybody's side because that's what you should do you shouldn't just close somebody off because they don't have the same view as you and if they did that'll be boring if everybody just walking around thinking one certain way that's like a robot you don't have your own thoughts you don't have your own feelings because you just you just going off what the masses would like you to think. So whether you, whether or not you make it positive or negative is based on what you want to do. I completely agree. Yeah, Same. definitely. Um, so that's basically it. We're just gonna like wrap up our feelings about this podcast. This podcast was very needed because it would give people different preferences from different cultures and different nations and ethnicities and show people how 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 it works and what people's mindset of their view of the world. So I think this was very needed. Yeah, same. I definitely feel like people try to reserve themselves and be closed off, which like we don't need to. Like, just because this person has an opinion doesn't mean I'm going to hate them just because I have a different opinion. I feel like that's really big. Like, people automatically think, like, oh, just because, like, I like Trump, you don't like me. I, you're not going to like me. Like, you like Trump, you like Trump. You like Obama, you like Obama. You like Hillary, you like Hillary. You like Bernie, you like Bernie. At the end of the day, we're all human beings. Like, it's it's America. We have a constitution for a reason, for you to have your opinions, for you to be able to express yourself. Just because you just because I don't agree with you doesn't automatically think doesn't automatically mean I'm prejudiced towards you or you should be prejudiced towards me. We just have different opinions. Well, I agree. I feel like I think it was last semester in one of my classes. We were talking about we were talking about people Black people like to um, keep on apologizing for what they're doing. For example, if, if you were American and I and I start talking Creole, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I feel like people is too apologetic for their culture. I'm I'm not saying that you'd be ignorant and just be like forcing people. There's, but my professor, she's a white woman. She was just like, she's like, it's not. If I said something that's ignorant and I said something that was that was racist, let me take account accountability for that. Don't don't be like oh it's okay don't don't say that because then you make them feel the next time they said it it wasn't that really that big of a deal so just let the person take take accountability for what what they said and let them internalize it because if you keep saying because a lot of black people like to do that be like oh it's okay you didn't mean it how do you know they meant how do you know they didn't mean it because you didn't let them process what they said they didn't, you didn't let them explain it nonetheless because we just so conditioned to. To just like, oh yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. So I just feel like culture, culture and culture, religion, it's all a part of us. And because we live in America, that's like of the biggest melting pot in, in on the world. We should just be like, let everybody take accountability for what they have said, and that's how we should move on. But if everybody keep apologizing for everything, it's just gonna be a reversing thing that's going around and around. Yeah, like what's the point? You sorry, I'm sorry. You sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, then. Let's stop being sorry and start taking accountability for what has been said or has been done. Because if not, it's just going to not be worth it in a way. You're really wise. (laughs) I will give you that. Like, ugh, like I don't know what to say. Like, I feel like you guys are hitting, like, all 
like the topics and I'm like you guys are so wise <laughs> like I want to say something but then I don't want to make myself look stupid after you that's say it that's exactly yeah, like you're not being accountable for what you're saying like if you that's yeah. how you feel the way you feel is the way you feel don't apologize we, if they think it's stupid it's how they think but it's like it's what you think it's your thoughts it's your feelings and that's like the mental health is like everybody's always focus on oh what does she think oh if I say something he's gonna look at me funny who cares like do you believe in what you said do you, the way you feel is that how you really feel then it's just like if you're gonna feel so way about it you're gonna feel so way about it yeah that's literally how I go about my life like what is everyone gonna think if I do this like if I mess up like especially during like symposiums that you have to do during school and you have to like get up and do a presentation if I mess up like people are gonna think like I'm the dumb Spanish girl like ugh. like that's how I go you messed up you're just gonna start over because yeah. in life when you make a mistake are you just gonna stop and just give up and just give yeah. up or you're just gonna Keep regroup and just Keep going, prove them wrong. Yeah, because I prove somebody wrong. Cause like I changed drastically from when I first came here. I didn't really know English, so I was like it was getting bullied because oh you can't speak How it. How old were you when you came? I was six. Mm-hmm. So now I'm 24, and I feel like three. <laughs> I'm 23. <laughs> I just I don't know. I was like I I don't really act my age, so it's like it's either I think I'm 22 or, or 72. That's <laughs> so true. So, <laughs> So I just think of it like you you mature, and I feel like the person I was in high school, I am that person now. I just evolved into something else. I was always quiet. I was always I always had a different mindset, but now I've been to college. It's like you taking classes that open your eyes rather than you taking classes that's for an estate exam. So you taking so you're not taking classes because you have to pass the SATs. You taking classes because you want to further your education. You want you want to open your eyes to different cultures. Taking an African American class. I was like baffled. I'm like, oh, so, so it's for February is not only Martha the King and and Rosa Parks. So it was like, so it was so much other things. And I feel like when you in middle school, you grow up. When you go to when you go to high school, when you're in high school, you grow up. When you go to college, and I feel like people's always gonna evolve. And I feel like that's why you shouldn't be apologizing for who you are every single time because. Cause I'm 23, <laughs> and when I'm 25, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have the same mindset I am as 23. So I'm just gonna stop apologizing and just take it as it goes. Wow, I am. Wow. Okay, guys. So that's the end of today's podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs>